0: Our next guest on the program is we have more school board candidates joining us right now, but we have to start this segment off with a big, giant apology. Ryan Glick is running for school board in District 1 in Goshen. Ryan, here's the deal, man. I suck, and yeah. I apologize to you. Um, so Ryan and I set up this interview for, what, 335 today? Yes. <laughs> and, and I confirmed it with him, and then I went into my calendar and put it in Wednesday. <laughs> so, So that's all right. So when I checked my schedule earlier today, because I knew that I had you coming on, when I checked it earlier today, I'm like, ah, nothing's on Tuesday, and I just totally spaced it. So I apologize to you. So we're a little bit late, but we got you on, and I'm glad that we did. Um, I absolutely. I I hope I didn't cause too much chaos in your day over that. But all right. (laughs) No, it's all good. I appreciate it. Well, we appreciate your time. So let's let's go over this again. You're running for school board district one in Goshen. Uh, We'll just start with the basics. Introduce everybody, who you are, and why you decided to run.
1: Okay. Well, um, my name is Ryan Glick. As was mentioned, um, I was born here in Goshen, and I've lived a number of different places since then, Um, Massachusetts, North Carolina, Texas, Malawi, Africa, for a number of years. And I've come back here. I'm now living in downtown Goshen. And as I've been looking at all the things that I'm seeing going on in the Goshen schools, looking at my neighbor's kids that come over and play with my son, I was realizing there's a lot of things that I think need to be changed. I think that need to be done better. So I decided to look into what it would take to run for the school board position, talk to some of the other candidates who are running to get their ideas on it. And then I said, you know what? I think somebody needs to represent parents in district one, not just the interests of the current school board, not just the interests of the school administrators. So that was kind of what motivated me to go forward with it. Now, you think that's what's happening on
0: the Goshen School Board is that the administrators are being represented, but the families, the parents of the community are not?
1: Yeah, I think there's definitely some agendas there that are driving the way the administrators and the school board are operating. And I don't think it is the best interest of the parents or the children, especially when you start to look at the fact that our scores as a school system have been declining for years. Sometimes we, we like to say, well, this is because of the COVID pandemic. But you look back and the scores have been getting worse since 2015. They were getting better up to that point. We've gotten up to 60% reading and math proficiency in the third through eighth grade. But after 2015, it's dropped almost every single year.
0: Yeah, we've seen a lot of that all around the country, Ryan, where all of a sudden the problems that have been around for many, many years, now it's COVID's fault. And it's kind of like the catch-all for these school boards to not take any responsibility not that it's a hundred percent on the school boards, but you know they're the ones that direct and steer the schools. so if there's a failing in the schools, you assume it's the school board, if for nothing else, they haven't made the right leadership decisions and that sort of thing inside Correct. the schools
1: and it's it's the role of the school board to basically set the standards for the school to say this is where our goals are, this is where we're going, they hire and fire the superintendent, they're the ones that the superintendent responds to. So ultimately, the buck has to stop with them. And I realize that there are issues that you have to deal with on a community level that some communities are going to be harder to deal with than other communities. Mm -hmm. But to simply say, well, it's all outside of our control. We're not at fault. We know we're the best system that's got similar demographics to what we have. That's basically passing off the buck, saying we're not responsible. And then I hear the same board members that are on the board when they're campaigning. They're saying, well, our goal is to raise scores. We've been there for four years, and it's gotten worse almost every single year, yeah, yeah, so you know you can't blame that on Covid. why should we give you another four years?
0: Now, what I like, uh, first of all, you got a well-designed website. It's very easy to navigate. I might actually rip it off, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, but what <laughs> I like is is right <laughs> it's right there at the top. I support, I oppose. So in the support column, you got focusing on academics, parental rights, civics, not politics freedom of speech, traditional American values, then under oppose increased property taxes. Thank you for that, by the way, because I'm tired of harping on that and actually telling people mm-hmm. how schools are funded here. Uh, gender confusion, sexualizing children, sexualizing education, and racially driven educa- education. So you see all of those things in which you oppose. you seeing all of those things in the Goshen schools?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially, I mean, even in public um, uh, I was at a school board meeting recently where they were talking about the Desmos math program. And while we got that removed from the schedule for Goshen schools, um, the Desmos math program says right on their website, this is about bringing racial equity to math. And they do it by subverting what I believe is the moral basis <clears throat> for looking at uh, ethnicity and morality. They, they want to change the historical I believe biblical interpretation of race, and so we're having to fight this on pretty much every single level. They want to pervert our children and tell them things that aren't true about their ethnicity, about their worth. We want to define people by categories. So I'm saying no to that.
0: Now we've had a lot of reports in other school districts, not just around the country, but locally as well. Ryan, again, this is Ryan Glick. He's running for school board district one in Goshen, um, where you know people like you who are running who seem like you're just, you know, concerned citizens, oftentimes their parents, sometimes their grandparents, but they're just, they're running because they care about their community and they're, they feel like the school boards have gotten out of touch with that. And next thing you know, they're being labeled as extremists and all sorts of other ad hominem attacks. Are you experiencing anything like that in Goshen?
1: Absolutely. I was at a, a meeting last night with the West Goshen Neighborhood Association and We were dealing with a mailer that went to every single Goshen address, regardless of whether it was the Goshen school system, it hit uh, the Wani school system, it hit people in the Concord, Middlebury school systems, basically trying to say that we were part of a group called Purple for Parents and we're extreme. We're about book banning. We're about uh, not protecting people regardless of their ethnicity. We don't value diversity. Uh, I've been called a fascist online. I've had people tell me that I'm trying to oppress. I mean, it's been ridiculous. And Mm -hmm. that's coming from someone. My wife is Ethiopian. My son is African. uh, We're a family of immigrants. My sister-in-law is Chinese. So we we love diversity. I live in a Hispanic neighborhood. We have lots of Hispanic kids over. So it's ridiculous. Didn't you say that you spent some time in Africa as well? Yes, I spent four years there. What did you do in Africa? So I was working with a a group called um, Crown Financial Ministries. So we were teaching basically how to be good stewards of everything that God has given to you. Mm -hmm. So especially for the people I was with, they were farmers. So how do you be a good steward of the land? We taught organic farming. We taught the gospel. We did uh, outreaches in villages. So, yeah, it was an amazing experience.
0: So not the type of thing that you would expect a racist to do correct yeah um i I wouldn't expect a racist to have the mixed family that you have either but this is kind of what's ended up happening and we've seen this obviously for decades you know i'm in politics so this is something that comes up with me a lot but you know you're just running for school board for crying out loud and school board races used to never have any attention and now there's just you know organized opposition to anybody who might want to come in there and say hey uh, we don't want pornography in schools and stuff like that, which is what most of the complaints have been. Actually, they've shifted away from the, the COVID stuff. Right. It's CRT and and uh, pornography. Now, when it comes to the sexualizing of children and the sexualizing education in Goshen schools, what are some of the stuff that you've seen that make you concerned and, and one of the reasons that you want to run for board?
1: Well, uh, there has been a push for increase in the uh, what they call the comprehensive sex education I've seen papers coming out where they had students define <clears throat> excuse me define terms like cisgender transgender bisexual so they're trying to introduce all these things they had a, a middle school teacher who was trying to do a drag show for kids um, we've had kids who are saying we're gay coming out and trying to speak against uh, some of the school board candidates so there is this push for acceptance. I had one person tell me that their their middle school kids, their teacher was saying, "Well, their pronouns are they and them." So we have this agenda to change the way nature is designed and created to be, and it's being pushed on kids who don't know better. They, you know, they need to be just taught mathematics. They need to be taught reading, writing, their skills, their civics, learn how to critically think. And if their parents want to talk to them about some things, that's acceptable. Their parents can. But it shouldn't be forced on them in the schools, especially without the parents' knowledge.
0: Did you, when you got in, involved in the school board race here, Ryan, did you expect this to turn into a full fledged political campaign with mudslinging and everything? No, I did not. I don't I know no anybody clue. running for school board who expected that to be perfectly honest with you. Like I said, these races usually just go relatively unnoticed. And now, I mean, they're full-fledged, like, congressional campaigns almost with some of the right. organization and mudslinging happening against people who are trying to unseat incumbents.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, the amount that has been spent against us, I mean, you're talking, I don't know how much it costs to send a mailer to every single address in Goshen, but it's a postcard. <laughs> Excuse me. Um And I'm going to guess it was above $15,000 just for that one mailer. So, yeah, this is, it's definitely intense.
0: Which is more than most races are even spent by both candidates, by the way, uh, if you have that much. So I I guess looking at this, the fact that there's this organized smear campaign where they're lying about you and sending these mailers out and stuff like that, um, do you think that maybe perhaps there is a a bigger entity that is behind the opposition of you and if so why do you think that is
1: i mean i've heard rumors that uh the unions are involved in this i know that across the country unions have opposed parental rights they've opposed the oversight of the school boards they like to control they get their money from this the heads of the unions make a lot of money by having teachers under their thumb Uh, so everything that we're running for basically to restore integrity to our school system is going against them and if you look at the ties of the unions to communist socialist agendas <clears throat> the communist agenda says that you have to subvert morality you have to get rid of the nuclear family you have to change children's beliefs against their parents and that's what the unions are doing so why do i think that there's this big push i would say there's a union push and i believe that the people currently running the school system uh, would tend to be in agreement with the union as opposed to with families who say that's not the purpose of education.
0: All right, Ryan, any closing arguments before I let you go?
1: Well, um, you know, some people say, well, this is just, you know, my perspective. But there are groups, even groups that would be more leftist than I am, like Education Week, who are calling this out. They're saying that, uh, I even quote here, that 30 countries now outperform the United States in mathematics at the high school level. Many are ahead in science, too. And according to the organization for economic cooperation and development the millennials in our workforce are tied for last on tests of mathematics and problem solving among the millennial workforces so we now have the worst educated workforce in the industrialized world uh, and then abc news came out the other day and said that we had the worst act tests in 30 years yeah, I saw that and yeah. they you can't blame that on the pandemic it says you know we have Uh, It says the magnitude of the declines this year is particularly alarming, as we see rapidly growing numbers of seniors leaving high school without meeting college readiness in any subjects tested. It says a return to pre-pandemic status quo would be insufficient and a disservice to students and educators. These are systemic failures that require sustained collective action and support for the academic recovery of high school students, and it's an urgent national priority and imperative. So they, they call me someone who's attacking the school system. And yet here you have ABC news saying we can't just go back to what we had before. It's vital that we totally change this thing or we're going to lose a generation.
0: Well, when you see the charts of the educational proficiency in Goshen and the surrounding schools, um, I think there's going to be a lot of people who will attack the school system there because there's been massive failures there. There's been massive failures in other school districts around the country and locally as well. And, You know, you can write all the puff pieces in your local newspaper and say, no, no, that's being taken out of context. All you want. The reality is the reality. And that nationally speaking, from the top levels of government all the way down, everybody's starting to realize there's a major problem with public education right now. And and a lot of that probably has to do with the school, the school boards themselves. So Ryan Glick, again, running for District 1 for Goshen School Board. What's the website so people can learn more about you and support you?
1: It's a Ryan4GSB dot com. Ryan for GSB dot com.
0: Ryan, I appreciate it. I apologize again about it earlier, but thank you so much for making the time and getting back on.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. All right, folks, we got more coming up. News talk
0: ninety five three, Michiana's News.